Out along the edges, always where I burn to be. Or I'm gonna lick your chin even harder this time, baby. Welcome to Movie Mug and the father and son podcast that feels the need, the need for speed. I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, chatting about the movies, and sharing our thoughts with you whether you like it or not. But uh, you know you like it. Yeah, we know everyone likes it. Jack, this is episode number 14. Our listeners who've been with us from the very beginning only have seven more episodes left on the 21 episode challenge. Damn. <laughs> How cool would it be to be one of those uh, listeners that's been with us from the very beginning? Cooler than anything else I can think of. I mean, it's probably comparable to seeing the Beatles in a Liverpool dive bar when Pete Best was still the drummer. Pretty comparable. I don't know who Pete Best is. Pete Best. He was the original drummer for the Beatles, and then they replaced him with Ringo Starr, and then they went on to superstardom, and poor Pete Best was... Uh, Pete Worst. Left just beaten off on his own. The drums. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I wonder when we're on episode 1014, how many people will claim to be day oneers? I mean, I'd like to think that maybe I could be dead by then, get out of this horrible contract. I wonder I could be dead by then. Let me see if we do. So that's just 19 years away. We can do another 19 years. <laughs> Jeez. Can we? <laughs> um, 19 years away from that. But one thing you're not 19 years away from is lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time to address some things that aren't related to the movie we'll be talking about, but it's still important enough to warrant some airtime. So, Jack, last week we talked about how sad it was that there's all sorts of movies out there that we'll never be able to do an episode on because we've already seen them. Mm -hmm. So I on Saturday I was flipping through the channels and I came across a movie that I love, that I think you loved, and it made me sad. I was like, this sucks that we can't do a movie on this, and I, I started talking with your co-creator about it. And yes, there is a female in this family. You might find that hard to believe. There is a, a woman here who puts up with our shit. Barely puts up. Jeez. And she was all, whose podcast is this? And I was like, well, it belongs to the people. And she, she was like, but y'all are still the guys behind the magic. Do whatever the fuck you want. So here's the deal. And I know I changed things. I mean, were we supposed to have our shit together before we started a podcast? I'm not real sure. Kind of, probably. But if you're good with this, and I'm guessing you will be, I say nothing's off limits. Yeah. I say, okay. if you want to pick a movie you haven't seen yet, but you've always wanted for your pick, fucking pick away. If I want to pick a movie that we both love so we can watch it again and, and do the show on it, let's fucking do it. You know, if we want to pick something that neither one of us have seen, if we want to get up and go to the movies <laughs> and then come back and do it, you know, let's do it. So are, are we in agreement that it, we're just an Anything Goes Now podcast? Yeah. All right. Let, I'd like to do that so I actually have more than four viable options on my list. I, I think it fits who we are better anyway. Now, I know the other day I promised to do more movies from the 80s, and I, and I promise I'm not trying to get out of that. I still plan on showing you movies from the 80s, and and since I committed this to 19 more years, I'm sure that's not going to be much of a problem. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm going to show a movie from the 80s today, so. Fuck. I was hoping you are starting the new process today. Uh, no. <laughs> also, before I unleash today's movie, uh, I have another quick announcement. We have a website. Uh, so go ahead and write this down. Grab a pen. Our web address is, are you ready? 
It's www.moviemuggin.com. That's going to be hard to remember. I'll repeat it. www.moviemuggin.com. You don't even need to put the three W's. Well, it's just it's this new thing called the interwebs or the internet or something like that. So I just want to make sure people can find it. And so just like us, it's the the website's still in its infancy and subject to change on a whim. But uh, in its present form, you can listen to episodes. You can find an alphabetical list of the movies we've done, uh, what we've rated each movie, and you could submit suggestions to the movie mug and fucking random movie picker right on our website. So head on over, give it a little test drive. Uh, let us know what you think. Anything else, Jack? The website looks very good. I'm happy with your work. I'm one of those people that I have a creative itch that I have to scratch. And so that's why I did it. All right. Let's head back into the podcast studio slash viewing room and I will unveil today's movie. Okay. All right. Today's movie came out in 1986. Okay. It is one hour and 50 minutes long. It's long. It is rated PG. Ugh. 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. but 92% of Google users like this. Okay. Uh, that makes me feel a lot better. I was going to say two hours of 55% content. Oh, no. <laughs> like you can talk. <laughs> Pot calling the kettle black right here. Yeah. All right. Here's what the Mormon mothers had to say about this movie. Shirtless men and mild cleavage of girls shown occasionally. Uh, well, I don't know what I was expecting. I had already forgotten it was PG. Several uses of hell and ass. H-E double hockey sticks? No. <laughs> no. This movie was the top grossing movie of 1986. Okay. So the budget for this movie was $15 million. It made over $176 million in the United States, $177 million internationally for a grand total of $353 Point eight million dollars, slightly profitable. Yeah, so this movie did slightly. well. The name of today's movie is Top Gun. That's PG. Yeah, I thought this movie was like killing people from planes. So what? What do you know about this movie? Because it's been out a long time. I'm, I know you've heard of it. I saw a little clip, like thirty seconds, when I went to get food or something. Y'all were watching it, and it looked boring. <laughs> This is just Tom Cruise like talking to a girl in the sunset or some bullshit like that. Okay. I'm not excited to see this movie. I didn't really have any interest. All right. But I also don't know much about it at all, so. Well, you did it to me with Bruno. You know I had no interest in seeing that. And you kind of did that to me with Saw. You, you know, as much as yeah. you talked about Saw, and I was never like, hey, I want to watch that. But those movies are out there. This one's probably boring. I, I don't know. I just had, I feel like it's boring. Okay. And then it got a 55%. I don't know. I'm really worried. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. I like that way you said it better. Well, I'm changing that just like I'm changing everything else, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Out along the edges, always where I burn to be. <sighs> Further on the edge, higher the intensity. Well, I'm <laughs> to the danger zone. I wish uh, I'm glad to take it right. I'm scared. And <laughs> scared to talk now. They uh, only played it three times. <laughs> I thought they were going to play it more throughout the movie. Yes. Thank God they didn't play it more. Kenny Loggins, Highway to the Danger Zone. I bet that went platinum. 
We're back, by the way. Yeah, uh, and we're back. After watching 1986's Top Gun. Jack, you want to give it the 50-cent tour or the nickel tour? Okay, so Tom Cruise is Maverick, and his buddy, uh, his flying partner's name is Goose, and they're flying, and they encounter some enemies, and blah, 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 then they go back to base, and their wingman, the other plane, he got, like, super freaked out and quit. And so then Maverick and Goose were the top flyers for their company, and they got sent to Top Gun Flight Training School, where, like, the best, the top 1% go, the best of the best. And it was really just, they were doing really well, and then another guy, uh, Iceman and his buddy Slider, they were, those four were the best in big, the business. Big rivals. Big rivals. They weren't assholes to each other, which was nice. But then it was it, so. Top Gun is there's like the Top Gun. All these guys are trying to become the best and get yeah, their name get on the, the trophy. Yeah. So uh, they're doing all these drills and stuff, and it's really looking neck and neck between the two rival teams, or not teams, but the two rivals. And then uh, Tom Cruise, he's just flying, and something goes wrong. They go, they go out of control. And Goose ends up dying, and that was fucked up. And then he went. Tom Cruise went through this whole like rut. Even though he needs to go back and be the best, he just can't because of all the guilt. And I forgot to mention this whole time he's kind of having this romantic thing with one of the instructor type ladies mm-hmm. there. So yeah, and then he ends up pushing her away. And then he takes what she said to heart and goes back and. Doesn't become the best, but he graduates, and then it turns out that they need him on a mission, and he goes and flies, bees a wingman with a ice man and slider, and he ends up killing four planes and being a hero, and then an instructor at Top Gun, and the lady comes back, the instructor lady he loves comes back, and they're back together, and she's licking his chin more. <laughs> That's a great. I, I felt like I just watched the movie again. Good job. Thanks. That, I, I rarely do good with those, but you can I'm, get a little winded sometimes with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Slider was notorious for uh, in his shirtless scene sucking in as hard as he could, even though he's already ripped his shit. He was sucking in very hard. I just want everyone to know that there were a lot of topless scenes in this male topless scenes in this yeah. for the ladies. They're sweaty and playing sand volleyball and. Even though they're sweating profusely and uh, did a belly flop on the sand hitting the ball over the net, there is no sand to be seen on their bodies Mm -hmm. because that's gross. Yeah, they were oiled down. Panties were wet over that scene. I can can guarantee that. (laughs) You had a half chub during it, even (laughs) this time. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. (sighs) You know, I've seen this movie so many times. Normally, I just kind of catch it whenever it's on and I don't watch it from the very beginning. The opening clip was four minutes and 11 seconds long, and it was just montage planes. of planes taking off, an aircraft carrier, close-ups on the wheels, close-up of the flight crew, playing. I think they played two different songs during it. It was such a long scene. It, it was like, God, yeah. I know they were just trying to set the scene, but mm-hmm. you know. God, we, we already know it's about planes. We get it. Yeah, this is about planes. We already knew that going in. And four minutes and 11 seconds really doesn't sound that long. Until you sit down and sit through it. <laughs> and I think... Those four minutes for four minutes too long. And I think those four minutes, you, you were out. You were like... Oh. I was already like, oh, God. I was telling him, it's like those YouTube videos that could have been 
like 10 minutes but are 20. I figured that's why this movie was an hour and 50. This movie could be an hour and 17 minutes, <laughs> but then the rest of it was actually purposeful mm-hmm. and, and good. So you liked it? Yeah. All Except right. for the three times they played Danger Zone. <laughs> they did wear that song Such out. Such a bad song. And, and yeah, it's not a great song. The soundtrack <laughs> overall is not great. The 80s, yeah. it's either going to be a great soundtrack or it's going to be some crap. And overall, other than sitting on the dock of the bay and Great Balls of Fire, the soundtrack was definitely lacking. Yeah, and uh, didn't you say um it was came out in 82? 86. Fuck, no, the last movie we... Oh, yeah, Fast Times at Richmond yeah, High, yeah. 82. Yeah, that, that soundtrack was really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. And then this one was on the opposite end of the spectrum of who the fuck <laughs> chose all these songs. It was very lackluster. So one of Tom Cruise's big movies, it's not a movie that I'll probably pick for this. It was called Risky Business, and that's kind of really what got him on the map of uh, being the heartthrob, the Brad Pitt of his day. And I guess, I mean, the guy hasn't aged at all, so I think a lot of people yeah. still find him hot now. It's mainly moms, I think. But <laughs> then this is the movie that put him over the top star. And I like Tom Cruise. I thought he was really, yeah, really good Yeah, he's a good this. actor. He's a very well casted. Yeah, very well casted. And he's uh, he does well with the ladies. And I love the scene when he's at the bar, when they get when they make it to Top Gun and he goes to the bar and he's with Goose and Goose. They're a great couple. They're a great, yeah. great duo. Yeah. Um, a little bit better than us. Till he died. <laughs> yeah, till so Goose now we're died. Better. But they had that part where it was like Maverick's like um, picking out a girl. He's like, uh, she's lost that love and feeling. And Goose is like, no, no, she hasn't. And he goes over and grabs the mic. And there's just that awesome scene of him singing that Righteous Brothers song to her. Much better than the actual Righteous Brothers, because God. You've lost that love and feeling. And, and all the guys join in. And then he gets to sit down with the girl and have a drink. But And that was the instructor. That lady. was the instructor that they ended up falling in love. And he didn't know she was an instructor. And she already she knew he was a pilot that mm-hmm. night. And then in class the next day, she walks in and it does the whole, like, Showing her heels and her pantyhose, and Is then the big, be? the big turnaround reveal, and he looks over at Goose, and he looks at at Tom Cruise, and Tom puts the sunglasses on and is kind of looking away, awkward, and, yeah, and she recognizes him and kind of singles him out. Their relationship was very interesting because he went after her hard at first, just yeah. really, really hard, and she and was like, "No." She was playing the hard to get. Yeah, and then he got invited over to her house finally, and then he turned it around to mm. where he was the one. He who had was, the control. He 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 took all that control back, and man, it worked to his favor. It he did. was it was a genius move, and it got her to lick his chin. <laughs> the for, so like, let's talk about the sex scene. Yeah. They they do finally get together and uh, have relations in in the blue midnight light. Mm-hmm. It was just silhouetted. It's never really that blue. That was like electric blue. And then they're doing their thing. They're kissing and it's showing. It's like a perfectly uh, dead on from the side view. Mm-hmm. So the light in between their lips you can see. And then you see a lot of other things that aren't their lips moving in there. It was tongue city. A lot of tongue. And then she lays down super slow. And then... um. He appears over her, and then they're they're kissing and stuff, a lot of tongue, and then all of a sudden, so we're like, what is? I don't know what that area is. Like called. your Adam's apple kind where, of under chin. Like, yeah, Adam's apple under chin. She like licks across it, mm-hmm. like up towards the front of his face, just under chin. All the while, the song "Take My Breath Away" is playing 
And they play that several times in the movie, too. They do? Yeah, like a lot of times where <laughs> they would get together, they would start playing, and they'd start playing just the musical part of it again. I just, I don't think that song is really that bad. I, I, Danger Zone is a piece of shit. Funny story, though, that sex scene. So my wife, your mother, went to see this movie when she was 12 years old oh. with her parents. And she's sitting in the middle of her parents when that sex scene comes on. And she still talks about how awkward that was today. I, I was worried when, by the way, you started that. So about that sex scene, uh, <laughs> you and my wife, your mother. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she licked your chin, too? <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. And then... At the very at the very end, they were like kissing and stuff again, like they had gotten back together. And I was like, "Oh, this time she's gonna lick somewhere else. It's not your chin." Yeah, you had to go there, didn't you? Or, or I'm gonna lick your chin even harder this time, baby. You know, you mentioned Goose passing away. I um, loved him in this movie. That was sad. Anthony Edwards played Goose, and he went on to be an ER. He was in Fast Times at Richmond High. He was one of um, Jeff Spicoli's stoner friends. Yeah, you did say yeah, that. Yeah, their relationship was awesome. Goose was an awesome guy. And you weren't expecting him to die, were you? No. The way he died is they had to eject out of the plane that was out of control. Mm -hmm. And it ejected Goose, and I guess he hit his head on the the roof, you said, Mm -hmm. after it got ripped off. Yep. And he was wearing like a thick-ass pilot's helmet. And then there's no blemishes on the helmet, but there's just like blood coming down his face. Did you uh, tear up a little bit? No. It still gets me, man, when I see Goose die. I knew he was going to die, and when he had to go tell it Goose's... you up? When he had to go tell Goose's wife, yeah, I didn't... Like, I felt it welling up. Hey, man, uh, I got a soft heart. Damn. I have a soft heart. I'd never cry for any other movies, and there's been 10,000 more sad movies All right, let's this. let's be real. I did not cry. There was I no tears running cry. down my face. You said you felt it welling up. I did feel it welling up. That's a big step. A, a tear did not run out of my eye. Okay, but you almost cried. I felt emotion. From one, one being, I'm not going to cry at that, 10 being, I'm bawling. Where were you? I wasn't well, about you. You were a nine. My you're chin wasn't quivering. Cry. I saw it. It wasn't a big deal, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to be honest. Come and now on. you're, you're bashing me for it. I almost cried in Tucker and Dale whenever he lost his finger. Just so sad All to right. see. I felt it welling up. I almost cried. You see what happens when you put your feelings <laughs> out there around my son. You just, Not you always. Just can't do it. If it didn't get you in the feels a little bit when Goose died, you just don't have a heart. I was sad, but I didn't. Almost cry. I didn't almost cry. I just felt emotions, and then I, and it welled up. And then no, some some dust got in my eye. Oh, that's it. You're sweating out of your eyes. I take back everything I said. I'm cutting this out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so favorite parts? Um, hmm. Probably when Goose died. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Hmm. Probably when they played Danger Zone. <laughs> oh wait, you. Which specific time was it? They did wear that song out, without a doubt. And, and that, that song was worn out the first time I heard it ever. I picked this movie because I loved this movie growing up. This movie was huge in 1986. I think rumor has it that the Navy helped pay for some of this movie and their recruitment went up like 500% right afterwards. <laughs> All these guys <laughs> wanting to be Tom Cruise. Yeah, thinking That's that they were going to go Top Gun. It's just like when a Navy SEAL movie comes out. All these people join the Navy said, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. No, you're not, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I guess that doesn't happen as much in this day and age, do you think? Probably not as much. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine a movie changing what I want to do with my life so much 
so that I go join the army or something. I'm not. Well, I don't know. So it's I, not realistic. I loved all the war movies growing up, and I thought that it made being in the military look pretty kick-ass. Even it though does. war looked horrible, I thought it looked pretty kick-ass, and I ended up joining the army. And because of those movies, though, or just I was influenced by those movies because I thought cool, man, I want to run around with a gun and possibly go to war and shoot at some people. You know, as an 18, 19-year-old kid, you see that shit and you're like, fuck yeah, man, sign me up. And it's, I've seen Saving Private Ryan, I've seen Platoon, I've seen Lone Survivor, American Sniper, all those movies. Yeah, it looked badass when they blow someone's head off or whatever, and they're running around with their bros. It's their bros, and they're like, yo! Yeah! Boo! On our six! Bang, bang! Like, yeah, I I think that's badass. You want to go kick in some doors, too, so right? So I'm going to go download a game on my computer. <laughs> I'm not going to go to... Basic training is probably what stops me from wanting to do any of that. Okay. You basic could, training is the scary part. You could go play Call of Duty. I had a fucking Commodore VIC-20 <laughs> with a 3.5-inch floppy disk that you could do nothing on. <laughs> yeah, so you want to join the army. I, I don't know. That's I would rather play pretend with my friends in the woods or something. It didn't. Than go join the army. I'm just saying it was an influence. I'm not saying not to. It's just like that shit scares me really bad. So I wouldn't want to do that myself. Oh, I don't. I don't want you to join the army, especially no, yeah. with uh, in today's day and age. Um, How anything could go anywhere. Yeah, it's it's a scarier. different it's a different world than when I went in. Favorite parts. I, I just, one of my favorite parts is just the interaction with, with Goose and Maverick. I just, yeah. they have such a great relationship and Goose, Goose really brings the comic relief to this movie. Yeah, it was a really good brotherly love. And then at one point, Goose is on the piano whenever his wife and kid had mm-hmm. come in just to like kind of visit. Uh, they're in the, they're in a bar and Goose is on the piano and his son's sitting on the top of it. And he's playing the... You shake my nerves and you rattle yeah. my brain. And yeah, he's actually great. a decent singer if that was him singing. Great balls of fire. I mean, I also love the Jet stuff. Jets are kick-ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, then the next scene, pretty much, next 10 minutes, Goose had died mm-hmm. <laughs> after that uh, really lighthearted scene. The Jets were pretty cool. Sometimes it was kind of hard to tell what was going on. I, it, it was at first I really had that issue. I was like, well, who is what? Which one is which? Yeah, you did kind of struggle with that. Because I knew Goose was in the back of Maverick's plane, but then there were him and his wingman plane who had never showed the inside of. Who who the fuck is in that plane? Is it Goose? No, Goose is behind him. Then who the fuck is in that plane? I know, and it didn't really matter, but you just kept going, who's in the plane? Are there four <laughs> I, planes? Are there I three planes? Well, no, there's two planes, and there's two people in a plane, and you're like, I'm confused. I, I was confused. <laughs> I didn't know. At least I didn't almost fucking cry. <laughs> bitch. Did not almost cry. <laughs> Keep saying that. You already revealed it earlier. So would you would you want to go up in a plane? Because I know you can do like a fly-along sometimes, and you like... You can go out somewhere and ride in a plane, like in the goose position. Do you think you could handle that? Could I handle it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Without blowing chunks? I don't know. It depends on what they're doing. Well, if they're doing like a billion barrel rolls in a row, then probably not. But, yeah. but you, you think you could do it? I think so. Would I go and actually do it? Fuck no. Zero chance. Oh. It depends on how many Gs as well. Because there's a roller coaster at Six Flags that apparently on the turn, there's 4.5 Gs you experience. And then there's those the videos of the soldiers doing the, the test in that thing where it spins and mm-hmm. they get up to like eight and, and pass out. And their faces are making... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their faces are melting. I don't know. I, it, it, it depends. Somewhere closer to 4.5, please. 
I'm sure they don't put civilians through eight G's. I think younger me would have totally been like, hell yeah, let's do it. But I got to be honest, the last several times that I've gone with you to Six Flags, and I'll ride anything, man. I, me too. I'll just do it, even if I'm Except afraid. Except for one of them. I'll, I'll ride it. But the last several times I've ridden roller coasters with you, I've got off feeling a little more woozy than I used to. <laughs> just as you get older, your body just like, nah, let's not do that shit anymore. I love this movie, man. I, I love the rivalry between Iceman and Maverick. It was a friendly rivalry. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad because sometimes, well, I think every time this happens in a movie where it's the main character you love so much and the rival, and, and the rival's such a fucking prick, piece of shit asshole, it makes me go like get an elevated state mm-hmm. and get very <laughs> upset and very annoyed very fast. And I was ready to do that because Iceman looks like Barbie can. He he looked like this piece of shit person who's like thinks he's better than people because of his looks. And and then it was just nice and the ending was very wholesome between them because uh Tom Cruise saved the damn Barbie Ken's life up in the air. Yeah. But it it was good. It was good. Iceman's played by Val Kilmer and he was pretty big in the eighties and <laughs> Everything he said to Tom Cruise was the truth, though. Yeah. Everything he said about you're dangerous and mm-hmm. I don't think I trust you. And then at the toward the end, when they're going to go up into combat, he's Are even you like, sure? "Yeah, is the right one." I don't know if he's the right this? one or not. But then in the end, uh, Tom Cruise kind of saves the day, and then they get off the plane and hug. And Val Kilmer's like, "You can be my wingman any day." And Tom Cruise is like, "Bullshit, you can be mine." <laughs> yeah, and it was just a. It and was then a good they moment. hugged. Yeah, yeah, and then they it hugged. Was really good. Yeah, so. Tom Cruise saves the day in the end. They, you go through all the ups and downs and mm-hmm. the, the the bad part of their life when something bad happens. Which happens in lots of movies. It does. And you kind of knew what was coming in this movie, but yeah. it still worked. Once still Goose worked. died, I knew he was not in a good way. He was well, yeah. going to go downhill and then back uphill. But everybody's like, you got to get back in there. You got to yeah. get back in there. Fucking game, give him 10 minutes to uh, to grieve, you know? Yeah. But I think when you're an elite soldier, you got to be able to put that shit behind you in a hurry. So what it makes it seem like. And yeah. Especially in the movies, it makes it look so bad. Like Lone Survivor, all his buddies got killed. Mm-hmm. And what was Marky Mark supposed to do? He had to get over it. Let's get into the bucket of chicken. Fuck. You'd think I would think about these things. I say it every fucking episode. You would think so. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'll, I think I'll give it to Goose. Okay. He was that funny friend who was always, always good to be around. The comic relief, that was his role until he like broke his head or whatever, he <laughs> broke his neck. Yeah, that was. That, I was not expecting him to die. I thought he was probably just knocked out or something, mm-hmm. but he was dead, apparently. Hey, Maverick, you know, Goose is dead, right? Right. <laughs> like how they told him. Yep. Like, God, no, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. Oh, my God. But yeah, that's besides the point. He, he was my favorite part. Or your yeah, favorite scene, he was in it. Bucket of chicken goes to him. I like when I watch movies many, many times, and then I see something different, or I focus on something different, or something different sticks out to me. And in this one, I really noticed Goose's character a lot more, and I really, really enjoyed Goose's character more than I think I ever have. And so I also am going to give my bucket of chicken to Goose, played by Anthony Edwards. Great job, Goose. He looked good in a mustache. Yeah. I think the mustache suited him. He can rock with a mustache. you can't choose the mustache. The mustache must must choose you. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Are you going to grow a mustache one day? I got to see yeah. if it chooses me. You just got that puber stash. Uh, My... I might be a child molester mustache. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, my mustache currently does not grow great, but my beard thing, like only on my chin area, can kind of get a little out of control. It's still peachy fuzz type it, of beard. It's, it's not the rough puby. stuff. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> if you put my chin next to like someone who had like pulled down the front of their pants <laughs> to show off their jungle, it would look quite similar. And so I, I take care of it. I'm not just letting it go and go. Come on. I knew that's what y'all were thinking. You're I not, shave it. You're not like a 1970s woman. But it's just... Uh, <laughs> just uh, stop it. Need a weed whacker for that. Hey, the stop. 70s were free, man. You got full fro down there. Full fro. <laughs> you get a, get a uh, comb stuck in it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's get into scores. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you score this. Uh, well, I'm going to make you. You go first. I still love this movie, man. I think I have my score. But. You know, I think there were a lot of things. Look, this movie's 33 years old, and there were a lot of things in it that, yeah, time, movies are better now with some things. Yeah. But I still overall like this movie, and I'm giving it a 90. I still love this movie. It's still an A in my book. Uh, 90. Okay. Well, I also had that thought. This wasn't the greatest movie. It didn't. It stood but also didn't stand the test of time all at the same time i think the story was really good it was just some elements to it weren't as great and i mean you can think about well i mean it wasn't that great but it did really well i thought it was really good and so i'll give it an 80 an 80 yep okay i'll take that yeah I think 80 is a good number. That's two 80s movies in a row that you've liked. And 80, and the first one was 98. Yeah, that makes me happy. <laughs> the the best rating I've ever given a movie so far on the show. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Top Gun 2? The sequel is about to come out 33 years later. Really? Yeah, Tom Cruise is in it too. Dang. Yeah, they're What going... about his chin-looking lady? No, she was not invited back. The years have not been kind to Kelly McGillis. Uh -oh. They have not been kind. That's sad. So I don't even. Th I don't even think she got a phone call. I think there was an article <laughs> that came out that said uh, nobody contacted me. But I think Val Kilmer, Iceman's in it. Uh, cool. Of course. Want to see what he looks like? Yeah. Now. I think they're going to have Anthony Edwards' uh, Goose's Corpse is going to make an appearance in it. Are you really about to cry? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Rest in peace, Goose. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode number 14. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram at Movie Muggin. Or if you have any movie requests for the Movie Muggin fucking random movie picker computer, just go to MovieMuggin.com and click on the Suggest Movie link. And there you can suggest a movie and hit Submit, and it will come straight to my email. If you're on a mobile device, you'll probably have to scroll down to the very bottom to find that link. Of course, you can feel free to email us anytime at MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Uh, we love you guys, and you can be our wingman anytime. Bye-bye. Highway to the danger zone. Riding.